This is our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off my game today. I'm just going to cut that. <laughs> And welcome to I Think You'll Hate This. I'm one of your hosts, Ollie. And I'm your other host, Sadie. And this is our podcast. Oh my god, we're back for week three consistently. I know. Three weeks in a row. Three's our, well, not our lucky number. Three's just supposed to be a good number, right? So that means. Is it? I don't know. Well, the only lucky numbers I know are Beyonce's lucky number four. And Taylor's just lucky number 13. And now we've already tried it it into Taylor. (laughs) Exactly. Um, No, but people always say, like, um, third time's the charm and stuff like that so maybe there was something horrendously wrong with our last two episodes and this is going to be the one we get it right yeah maybe Maybe. I mean this is the first time that you know we're actually going to have a disagreement oh god I mean this is the first time I did in fact hate this exactly so third time is the charm apparently yeah there we go um, well that's a tease for well you guys already know what we're doing but anyway how's, how's your week been Sadie um, it's been fine I mean it's reading week um, we're recording this mid-reading week, which mm-hmm. means that it's been essay-full. We're both, like, deep in the trenches of essay writing. Yeah, we've been sat in the common room for, like, three days at this point. Yeah. Just, like, banging out English essays, film essays. Ollie keeps turning to me and going, how does this sound? <laughs> it's reminding me of that time when I took a Be Real of you on three separate days. And you were in the same part of the room. <laughs> in the same clothes. I, I did actually wear the skirt I'm wearing today yesterday as well. And I made a note of it this morning and made a note not to wear the same jumper. So it at least looked like I was wearing a slightly different outfit to like yeah. the various characters that pass in and out the common room throughout the day. Yeah. Um, but you know that like it's bad at the point of essay writing where like I'm starting to like lose my sense of time. I feel like I, I got up, I went indoors and now it's already dark. And yeah. it's well, that's the awful. problem with the clocks going back. Like it's now, well, I mean, exactly five thirty-six on a Wednesday evening. Oh no, you've given away when we record this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's two p.m. on uh, when? Uh, no, when? At Christmas yeah, last year. At, at Christmas, yeah. Um, no, it's like pitch black outside, and I am really upset about it actually, especially because I leave campus at like six p.m. Yeah. Every day, pretty much. So it means yeah, I just don't get. It's it's so like, it, it's it's one of those things where like if you even remotely rely on the sunlight for your mood, <laughs> it is not fun. No. Like it's it does feel kind of Halloweeny though. That I we're... know we did have a Halloween party over the weekend. That was one. one that thing was we did. that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Um, many drinks were had. I mean, it was fun times. Fun times. Fun, times were had. fun costumes. Yeah. I was Phoebe Bridges. I was um, the the little women dressed as men. That's the only yeah. way I could. Just, I had a moustache and a bowler hat and a, a pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was great. I loved yeah. it. And we attempted to get cereal from Kellogg's on Sunday. We did, but there were literally like children fucking everywhere, which I I just don't like. Why Why do children need cereal when us like young adults 
are obviously the ones more desperately in need of free cereal. Literally. We went all the way there and the queue yeah. was round the building. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like we should also clarify, this is the pop-up Kellogg shop that was in like... Where, where even was it? I don't Shoreditch. Know. Shoreditch. It was in like... Feels Sh- like we're doing a brand deal now. Oh, not sponsored. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Kellogg Evil Corporation. Because yeah. as you can see, we, we didn't get in. We just had like amazing food at Spitalfields Market. I had the best oh, bad time. Oh my god, the food was so good. If anything, this is a sponsor for Shoreditch. Yeah. Shoreditch is great. Yeah. Spitalfields Market, big up. The Thai place there, would highly recommend. And then, of course, the cherry on top of the entire weekend was us sitting down to watch a little show called Grey's Anatomy, mm. which we will move into now. Yeah. So. Our topic this week is obviously Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Now, to have, put a little background on this, I hadn't watched the show until maybe like, I want to say November, December, when an ex who shall not be named got me onto the show. Yeah. And I, it took me a while to get into it, um, but I think eventually like it hooked me and I watched like 14 seasons of it. Did not get all the way to the end. Uh-huh. But I... I by kind of proxy watched some of these episodes as I was passing through because Ollie's an iPad kid yeah. and will not walk anywhere around the flat without no. some sort of screen and some sort of thing in no, front exactly. of him. Noise, um, mu- anything. So I wasn't brand new to Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, you kept on asking me for little updates and I'd tell you, you're like, oh... Has, has he died uh, yet? Oh, by the way, uh, if you haven't watched the show and you're intending on watching it, don't bother because like we are going to spoil oh, quite yeah. a few things but it's, I, it's not the most riveting piece of tv in the world i think you'll manage oh well okay well <laughs> when i was watching it i'd be upset if i knew that derek died so well you did know that derek died didn't you i didn't know until like quite a bit in oh okay yeah. well yeah as you can tell i didn't have the best time anyway but i knew i wasn't gonna like it so your wrong opinion notwithstanding it's time to get to our question of the week before we dive fully into our topic. Yeah, so the question that stood out to me, at least because I picked the question from this week, was Burr or Hamilton? Which do you personally relate to? The, the characters from the musical, not from real life. So I would say, I think I have to go with Hamilton mm-hmm. because, well, obviously, they're not, like you said, they're not based on the real people. So if we're basing them on, like, how they're presented in the in the play, <laughs> musical, musical. God fucking damn. This is a complaint um, we got last week. It's it's very clearly a musical, not a play. Yeah, but I I I simply don't care. I I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I really don't care. I respect that. So I'm just gonna keep on calling it whatever I want. Okay, you do that. Hamilton is annoying, as played by Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda. Yes. Um, but the thing is, Burr is presented, I think, in a more antagonistic way, mm-hmm. which I would preferably not be myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like to see myself, not not like in an egotistic way, although it does sound egotistic, as a, a better person than Burr ends up being. Yeah. Um, but I I couldn't get past a lot of Le Mamel. Miranda's singing mm-hmm. so I felt like a lot of the time I didn't really pay that much attention to his character yeah. as much as I did to others but yeah I think I think I'll go with Hamilton but I think you'll have a more elaborate yeah. answer 
I, I think mine would be... I think I would fundamentally say Hamilton, mainly because he... Like, there's a whole thing about... He's him, a nerd. Him. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, he's a yeah. big nerd. Um, he writes a lot. He mm-hmm. likes to write. And mm-hmm. I get told I, I work too hard. Yeah. Um, but also... I don't think I'm as successful as Hamilton. Right. <laughs> Which, I feel like that's delving way too much into, like, um, imposter syndrome psyche. Um, but also, like, Hamilton, past all of his flaws, he did kind of slay. So, what you're saying is you're holding yourself to the standard of one of the people... Who founded Who the, founded the entire country of America. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. But no, I, I, I don't know. Okay. But I, I feel like Burr's like... So one... for you, the standard is having your face carved into a mountain. No. No. Okay, to put it this way, I relate to Burr's statement of, like, I want to be in the room where it happened. I get yes, massive fun. I agree. With yeah. That. I think that's where I, where I would lay my kind of similarities with Burr, is like, I get big fun. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. I, I... When you point that out, that is a good point. Like, I remember... I really like that song too. Mm-hmm. That was that was the standout from that. Mm-hmm. But let's not get to. We already did a whole hour on Hamilton. Mm-hmm. It's time to get into Grey's. So, just to lay a little groundwork of the background of the series and everything, I've got some fun facts mm-hmm. and things. So, as as a description of the general series, it was created by Shonda Rhimes. Mm-hmm. who wrote The Princess Diaries 2, The Royal Engagement. I didn't know that. Yeah, which I thought you would find interesting. I love The Princess Diaries. So maybe that'll make you rethink something. I still think it's really bad. She now <laughs> runs Shondaland, which includes shows like Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. Uh, it originally starred Ellen Pompeo, as well as National Treasure Sandra Oh, and Pat- Patrick Dempsey, among others. Wait, Patrick... Which one's Patrick Dempsey? He's... Derek. Oh, that's why I know the name. Yeah, sorry, my brain just broke for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you know Patrick Dempsey from? I don't know. I think pro- I just recognise the name, and I think it's probably because you said Patrick Dempsey plays Derek probably. Shepherd. Yeah. Okay. Um, it follows Dr. Meredith Grey and her fellow doctors at Seattle Grace Hospital. She begins as an intern and then eventually progresses up. Mm-hmm. It's ABC's longest-running scripted primetime show, as in not a daytime soap. Um, renewed for its upcoming 20th season Jesus Christ yeah which has been delayed alongside every other show in Hollywood until Disney and other mega conglomerate studios and the business decide to pay its actors streaming residuals and not replace them with AI puppets yay yay so we won't get it until they decide to stop being dicks I think you won't get it um, well to be fair I, I will get into this because I stopped at season 14 did you? so I haven't watched the last six seasons okay so. Anyway, uh, it was nominated for 38 Emmy Awards throughout its run. Was it? Yes. I'm impressed. Including Outstanding Drama Series for two years, mm-hmm. and in Supporting Actress, five years running for Sandra Oh. I mean, well-deserved. Well-deserved queen. Four years running for Chandra Wilson, who plays Bailey. Uh, um, okay. And one win mm-hmm. for Catherine Heigl, who is Izzy, the one who... Of all of them. Well, to be fair, she does get a pretty like powerhouse storyline where she gets cancer okay. which is I'm pretty sure probably the year that she won okay. but I don't know um, that said I agree I think out of all of them give it to Sandra O oh, or give it to fucking Ellen Pompeo who is the lead of the series and did work for literally like 
years on it and has never gotten recognition. Anyway, point is, whatever it the, it got awards. So it, it, it got awards. It's all well this to acclaimed. say, all this to say, not necessarily that you know it's a show that merits those awards or that that's a whole discussion we can have. But I think that should give a pretty big idea of how, like at the time it was, especially in its first. Um, from like around season one, two to like five or six was like a big juggernaut yeah. in terms of the the TV industry. Um, before this is another fun fact. Before settling on the name Grey's Anatomy, which was named after Henry Grey's medical textbook from eighteen fifty eight. Right. Um, obviously, the joke being that her last name is Grey. Really. Um, oh my god. Oh my god. Um, executives push for simpler names like complications. <laughs> Like the the next one's great. Surgeons. Just surgeons. <laughs> it's um, like scrubs. They just wanted to do scrubs. My personal favourite, misdiagnosis. <laughs> which Sonda Rhymes hated. Yeah. So I, I can imagine. I don't blame her for that one. Damn. Um in a statement on the show she said, I wanted to create a world in which you felt as if you were watching very real women. Most of the women I saw on TV didn't seem like people I actually knew. They felt like ideas of what women are. They never got to be nasty or competitive or hang or hungry or angry. They were often just the loving wife or the nice friend. But who gets to be the bitch? Who gets to be three-dimensional woman? Okay. So that was her um, impetus for nice. creating the show. So anyway, that was some you know a random over just an overview of like certain yeah. facts. And then the episodes we watched, I feel like we should yeah. specify. So we watched A Hard Day's Night, which is the pilot, obviously named after the Beatles movie Yeah, because all of these are named, apparently... The Every episode is named after, after a song. Yeah, So I this is named that. after A Hard Day's Night. Um, and then we also watched It's the End of the World and As We Know It, which are two separate episodes named after the R.E.M. song. Yeah, it's a two-parter. Um, and it, boy, it is long. Boy, long, yes. And it's um, the mid-season of season two. Yeah. Um, which should show you just how crazy it gets because that was not the finale. It was, it was wild. Um, but yeah, those were the two episodes we watched. Um, we can start with just episode by episode if you want. Talk, yeah. Or do you want to start? Do you want to give us your overall feelings on it, and then we can dive in a little bit more? Well, I feel like I've made my overall feelings very clear. I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't surprise. No, we were anyone. expecting that. And the thing is, when we sat down, I you had to like hide <laughs> your eyes. Yeah, from I'm, all the medical. I'm not bits. very good with gore or yeah. anything like that. Which so. I will stand, but I will say I do not think it was that bad. It's not bloody enough that I think I would personally give it a warning mm -hmm. but I know that like you don't like that stuff I so I think you would but I, I just mean like in general I don't think it's bad enough that it requires like a 15 rating or an yeah. 18 rating it's just it's a shot and you have to get used to it I feel like when I started watching it I was like oh no they're showing brain surgery or they're showing things and I was like don't like this yeah. but then you get kind of like used to it enough whereby like season five you're like oh yeah they're just cutting like a brain open on uh -huh. whatever it's, like, it's whatever <laughs> for someone who's worked in a hospital for like coming up to three years at this point you'd really think in fact as a reception over three years yeah but like <laughs> to be fair i didn't work in surgery i feel like that yeah. explains a lot but also i just can't deal with it like anyone comes in with like any sort of medical thing and i'm like yeah go, go, go to the doctors or the nurses they know what what it's about don't, yeah. don't show your bleeding hand to me which they do sometimes and I'm like don't do that don't do that what was the reason <laughs> yeah um 
But if we, if I mean, if we can like dive straight into like specific episodes. So we started with the pilot. Yeah. Um, which is structured basically around Meredith having had a a night with Patrick Dempsey's character Derek, mm-hmm. who she finds out later on works at the same hospital that she's now going to be an intern at. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a little bit of drama there, a little bit of romantic tension. Well, he basically tries it on with her while they're working, and she's like, I don't think so. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, I really don't think so. Yeah. That's the thing, I guess... Which counted for, like, romantic tension in, like, 2004 or whatever. It's just the thing I didn't get, because it's like... From that, I instantly didn't like him. But I also knew that he was being set up to be the romantic character for the rest of the series. So well, why are they making him so instantly dislikable? It's interesting because he's he's got a lot of dislikable qualities, uh-huh. but I think Patrick Dempsey plays him well enough that there's a lot of times where he does seem like a like like he is a nice person and he is good. But there are especially in the episodes we watched, the men did not come across well no. at all. I mean, they're they're not like most of the men are not my favourite characters uh-huh. in the show but in fact I don't think a single one of them is a character that I really like but they are not normally as bad as they are especially in the we'll get into like the two-parter yeah. like those um, those episodes George is oh, out of control God. but we'll get into that <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah so first episode it just sort of sets up the basic premise of the show that yeah. they're interns and they're um, they're gonna make their way up and eventually like you kind of follow their medical progression through the seasons until they become like proper like attendings and like um, big deals in the yeah. surgery world and like the first episode was like their first shift right and it worked for like 24 hours which yeah. is nuts and doctors do do in real life which is wild to me like yeah. the effort that people in the medical profession put in that do not get paid enough for it wild I just, uh, I think we should give infinite amounts of money to people in hospitals. Like, I just don't... I agree. I, Those receptionists, it they should work be, yeah. so hard. You should be paid so much more for sitting behind the desk and sending people off to to do their jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, I mean, it's... I just mean in general that, like... It, I think that's something that the show does to a certain extent is like shine a little bit of a light yeah. in like a big um in a big obviously fictionalized very like dramatized way that doesn't yeah, quite dramatized. represent mm-hmm. a- accurate things but i think we'll talk about this later but the show in broad strokes has certain progressive elements and like important elements to it that i think are worth addressing yeah um even if the show itself i will come down on saying for me it's a trash tv thing yeah. <laughs> like i watch it because i think that it's hilarious and i love how seriously it takes itself which only makes it even funnier mm-hmm. um, actually i found out that not only did it air following new episodes of desperate housewives <laughs> but it was actually compared by one critic to be similar in storylines to Desperate Housewives when it came out. 
Um, and I know you're expecting the joke to be that that critic was my boyfriend who yeah. also watches it, but actually it was someone else. He's a fan of Desperate Housewives and he compared it to it while we were watching it the yeah. other day. I mean, I've never seen Desperate Housewives, but I know what Desperate Housewives is. And yeah. I mean, not terribly good storylines. No. And over dramaticness. Yeah, it's like sounds about right. It's the thing with Grey's Anatomy is that it straddles the line between being a soap opera and being a regular TV show. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of aspects to it, especially when it's trying to be humorous or doing like a goofy episode that feels so much like a soap opera. And I honestly would classify it as a soap opera personally. So would I. <laughs> um, but. It technically isn't a soap opera and it aired and still airs in prime time around well the it was nominated for outstanding drama series it didn't get a, a daytime emmy it 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 was up for prime time in the same space that i think probably i believe the sopranos might have been around no actually would the sopranos have ended by then or would it have been? anyway at the same time as like big shows like i think the wire you know i think like there, there, there were big HBO shows that were kind of similar to what we'd expect nowadays mm-hmm. that were just starting to air. Like, peak TV was just beginning to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think now the show's popularity in the middle of where a lot of shows like The Office and um, a lot of older shows are regaining a lot of popularity on Netflix in the mm-hmm. same way that, that Grey's is... Mm-hmm kind of shows like a little bit of a another shift again into like what we're starting to enjoy more and more which seems to be comfort tv Um, yeah i think so but i don't know (laughs) i have an opinion okay i'm gonna state it and you're gonna disagree with me okay or you might agree with me i think the reason that people enjoy this show so much is because everyone on it's hot Okay, so I I agree uh-huh. to the extent that obviously everyone is really hot on it. Yeah. Um, ridic- and, and the show comments on it, like there's a lot of jokes about it and there's a lot of like, they'll sometimes have someone come in and they'll be like, why is everyone so hot here? Or like, they'll, yeah. they'll do something like that. Because they're all actors like in that in that <laughs> way that doctors. in that way that writers in Hollywood love to be like hey we've acknowledged that this is a something people have said about us which means we've resolved it mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah like it's definitely a big like a big part of the show is definitely yeah. attempting to have like sex appeal and having like like a very glossy image which yeah. kind of lends itself to the soap opera uh-huh. <laughs> sort but, of but also not even the doctors especially a lot of the female patients when they're just fucking dying. Oh, what, like, like the, the the girl in the first episode who had a full face of makeup on. Yeah. To be fair, she was supposed to be a pageant girl. That's true. So That's true. they found a reason to get her in makeup. <laughs> um, and then in a lot of other episodes of the show, there's a fuck ton of old people. There's always old people in that yeah. show, which makes sense as a hospital. Yeah, but that is how they work. That is how hospitals work. Although well. they do work in surgery, so you know you get a bit more of a break. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a key part of the show, and it's part of I think a lot of Shonda Rhimes's things. Oh, like she did Bridgerton. She did well, Bridgerton, and like I think she knows what the people want. Yeah. And people want hot people, apparently. Apparently. Apparently, 
yeah which we can argue about but i do actually completely agree like i yeah. think that is part of the appeal of the show okay. i also think part of the appeal of the show is that it has it has a serialized kind of nature to it mm-hmm. while still having in in the kind of older tv way of like it isn't it isn't just one long story split up into six episodes Mm -hmm. which is i think a lot of the reason why people are watching shows like this again because they miss shows that have like 20 episode seasons but even like shows that have like 13 or 14 Mm -hmm. where there's enough time to like spend time on character but you can also have one-off episodes you can still have like things you can refer to an episode as oh that episode where this happened or instead of it feeling like a lot of the issues that i think both of us had with recent marvel shows is that they felt so like i don't know like they had they had a lack of any kind of um character growth and and like any kind of like structural like th- there wasn't a lot to really sink into because there wasn't enough time to really get into that stuff but also i think i wouldn't say that I mean, obviously, I've not watched the whole show, but comparing to, I guess, maybe similar shows that have had, like, ten seasons. Yeah. Like, I've seen all of Friends, for example. Yeah. The whole thing about that is not necessarily that there's actually that much character progression. It's almost cyclical, because there's still the same people at the end. There's so much time that eventually that you have to have some sort of essentialized vision of the character in your head. Mm-hmm. And that is something that will always be referred back to. And th- there's so many instances where I think in Friends where, like, there's an element of character progression and then, like, five episodes later you see the character doing the thing that they're supposed to progress past. I do... I completely agree with that. Mm. My argument against that would be that that's a sitcom. Yeah. And I think sitcoms are very much designed to have cyclical um, character characters that, that uh, maybe they learn something in one episode and then they forget, like that sort of classic like every episode takes place within its own world yeah and okay. the next episode t- takes place in like another world where that didn't happen like that sort of thing whereas with a drama and something serialized like like it's there, there's more of an emphasis on character growth and characters do grow and change a lot in the okay. show okay um but the core of it is that it, it's a ridiculous show yeah. like i mean it's enjoyable because they've Meredith Grey has survived earthquakes. Mm-hmm. She's survived floods. She's survived, she's survived almost getting blown up. Yeah, she's survived giving birth in the middle of a storm. She survived a plane crash. Uh-huh. She's survived... Um, oh, God, what the fuck else has happened in the show? I feel like there's... Uh, she's been in several car crashes, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then, obviously, this woman has suffered more than Jesus. Everyone in her fucking life has been... Killed died. or yeah. left her. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I guess that that's the fundamental thing. It's like, it is not an accurate representation. Number one, really? hospitals or real life. No. No, no, it's not accurate. <laughs> yeah, but I, I always wonder. Like, do you think that some people think it is an accurate representation? I think, at a certain point, with a show like this, it's hard to be mad at it for not being super accurate uh-huh. when it goes that out there with its storylines no i think if the show tried harder to be super serious in terms of its storylines i would argue that it was dangerous in terms of how it presents 
like wrong yeah. i maybe a wrong idea of how you're supposed to do something at a hospital or whatever <laughs> if i'm honest i don't know i could i i am fully 100 percent sure in saying this that i don't think it is accurate no. but i couldn't tell you how <laughs> personally like I, i'm sure there's small things but like for the most part i just like i know that it, that it isn't yeah when it comes to real life stuff obviously it isn't like no one would survive that much like bullshit but no. in terms of like how the how it talks about medical procedures and things yeah. i couldn't tell you no i mean i don't know all the medical stuff either the main thing that i noticed is that those doctors need to be doing way more admin work but i think that's a, just a general mi- misconception of what the job of a doctor is i also think it would be so boring if you, if they did admin work on the show <laughs> like there's a certain level where like accuracy is like you have to like wave it a little bit like what no. if the show was them like 20 minutes doing like forms discharge like, letters discharge yeah. letters like yeah no but i also think it maybe even shows i don't know actually okay this is a, a completely out there claim okay maybe shows like this are what make people think a job of a doctor is really exciting and you're always doing things i mean you are always doing things but like you're always like performing surgeries you're going from one surgery to the next you're treating one patient then you're treating one patient like well tv has done this for a lot of like like there's a lot of arguments been made about stuff like law and order Mm -hmm. and like ncis and all those cop shows that i mean cop shows are a lot more dangerous because oh way more dangerous because obviously first of all it's propaganda whereas i feel like we probably need more nurse and and doctor propaganda (laughs) if we're honest um but like i feel like i guess it kind of does the same thing where it like glamorizes it in a way the difference being that one is glamorized like a cop show is glamorized in the way that makes the police look good and infallible which we all know isn't true Mm -hmm. um whereas this one glamorizes something in a way that maybe isn't accurate Mm -hmm. but i don't think is harmful or at least harmful in maybe like a different way I wouldn't say it's not completely harmful because I think one thing I did definitely notice is I mean bringing all the things together like you get the music you get the dramatic scenes it all every scene in this in this show is scored like a CW show where there's music in the background Uh in every scene it's very romanticized I would I would use that word oh for sure yeah um and like i mean obviously hospitals have like amazing beautiful things happen like lives are being saved but also that they're, they're not areas where like romance happens and mm. and stuff like that like hospitals are hospitals and it, it's a a professional setting where people are doing their jobs yeah um and i think it it almost plays into like ideas where i i think that people in the medical profession should be put on a pedestal in like some aspects but also not put on a completely infallible pedestal Mm -hmm. so much where like you hear about for example people especially like black women not being taken seriously for their pain by doctors like doctors don't know everything and it is okay to sometimes question your doctor it's one of those things where in the show the main characters fail sometimes but for the most part are shown as having the right idea mm-hmm. it's normally people who are off screen mm-hmm. like they'll normally be like my doctor said this and then Meredith Grey will be like they're an idiot it's actually this mm-hmm. so it kind of does that like yeah. it does show that doctors aren't correct but most of the main characters will not make that mistake they will they do show doctors making mistakes 
and doctors like sometimes killing people accidentally or mm-hmm. something like so they there are they deal with that a lot in the show yeah but i i i would be giving it too much credit to say that it didn't not do yeah. exactly the thing is what did you think of the show in terms of take away all of the medical stuff yeah what did you think about it in terms of like the first episode how is it as a pilot do you think like it established the world in a good way do you think like it's a because i personally think that no matter what you think about the show Mm -hmm. i think it's actually a very good pilot in terms of how much stuff it sets up in that one hour it it definitely does a good job of like i mean you you know from get go okay these are the four yeah four like main interns that i need to know about this is the romantic interest yeah um like it's very obvious what's going on in that aspect. I think it's just a very good like character establishing. Yeah. Pilot. I mean, I didn't love. But the then the too, but, but then the issue is obviously, even if it does that job well, the show it's establishing is fundamentally something that you just didn't like. <laughs> yeah, it's all just gonna come back to the fact that I just didn't like it. So what what specifically was it that you didn't like? I mean, I think the problem is is that I'm never gonna like really like drama shows soap operas are just so not my thing like yeah maybe coming from almost a slightly pretentious standpoint where i'm like i want better written stories i'm above this i'm above no not i'm above this but i i like shows that give me more i i like i, to I get do things i do up. get what yeah. you mean i'm not the kind of person who likes to put on stuff just to turn my brain off if that makes sense like i mean to an extent but also like i relax by watching video essays <laughs> which i feel like is the most like <laughs> sadie coded <laughs> i relax with essays yeah and like taskmaster and like comedy and stuff which i feel to like- be fair i think that this has a similar quality to sitcoms yeah. in terms of I do do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I will rewatch shows that I've, I can't tell you how many times I've rewatched Always Sunny. Yeah. I've rewatched Modern Family at least like four or five times. Uh-huh. The Office, Parks, like all of these shows that I've seen before mm-hmm. that I watch in like a comfort way. Yeah. And I think I often find every now and then I'll watch something for a bit and then it kind of drops out. Like Grey's Anatomy was that for me for like yeah. a bit. I it was just something I watched in the background. It's something that I cared about enough to keep watching. Mm-hmm but not enough that if I was, like, cooking and I didn't pay attention to the episode, I'd be pissed off. Yeah. So, like, whereas if I watch... There are countless other shows where I feel like I sat down and I... Pro- like, when I watched, like, last summer when I fully went through Breaking Bad and Medical Soul, that had my... Att- like, I was watching it properly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just... It's a different kind of experience. It's that... Di- it's... It's again. It straddles that line where I would argue it's almost more of a soap opera. Yeah. But it technically is on the same level as something like Breaking Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Which it, is kind of funny. Is, yeah. But but it, it's not. And I mean, I don't often watch shows that require that much of my attention either. Like, I I find I I never sit. I don't know. I, I always sit in like crochet. Yeah. And I don't... Like, I feel like the audience is really getting an insight into your downtime. I know. Crochet, <laughs> video essays. <laughs> My last night sat watching video essays and crocheting is really being exposed. It's a sleigh, though. Yeah. I think it's a sleigh. Thank you. Um, but no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. Like, I... I like, I, 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 I understand that it's not something which... Like, I don't know how people used to sit down 
and wait a week between episodes mm-hmm. and truly be like this is appointment viewing yeah. you know like this was a water cooler show or something which is kind of what it became in its first like couple seasons which is nuts to me because again I like this show yeah. for what it is uh-huh. to be clear I don't think it's great mm-hmm. um, but it's it's enjoyable in terms of how ridiculous it is mm-hmm. um, which I think has a value yeah to be honest I mean not that I was surprised I didn't like it more but I I mean you know me I like things that really lean into what they are it's why I enjoyed Camp Rock because whether intentionally or not it was really leaning into what it is yeah. and I do think that Grey's Anatomy does do that. Like, it's very serious. It takes everything like with Yeah, a... but I think maybe what I'm discovering is I don't necessarily like things that lean really into what they are if they're serious. I like things that lean really into what they are if they're a bit silly. Right. I think I need a little bit of silliness in there. And I think it doesn't have that enough self-awareness. I think it builds on that in later seasons. Yeah. When it starts to earn a reputation for being kind of out there mm-hmm. it starts to throw in a lot more mm-hmm. ridiculous things and yeah. a lot more like why is this happening or like yeah sort of stuff which my mileage varies on that kind of stuff like i said earlier i find it sometimes i think it's funny if mm-hmm. done the right way mm-hmm. but it also is one of those like marvel humor things that i find a bit annoying when people are like yeah what it- that just happened and it's like well you still did it yeah it- i think it's a-, a really really fine line and i just think that gray's anatomy is the type of show that either it's if it tries to be too self-aware it's gonna get really annoying and it's gonna cross that line really easily but where it is, or at least the episodes I watched, where it wasn't self-aware, it was just if it was like really serious, but just kind of I don't know, like it was just bad. Like, it was bad writing. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. No, the writing was not. <laughs> and it, it feel it it just really wants to be something, and I just don't think it was giving that for me. Yeah, it wants to be taken seriously. Uh huh. At least at the start. Yeah. And I think it only really works when it's not when it thinks it's being serious mm-hmm. but it's actually being ridiculous yeah but sometimes like when there's a bomb inside of someone sometimes and, and, especially in the pilot it's serious and it takes itself seriously and that yeah. can be just boring it was really boring whereas yeah that was part of the issue it did like i feel like rewatching it i was like this is dragging on most uh-huh. of these episodes do not need to be 40 fucking minutes mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it could actually function quite well as like a twenty minute show. Yeah. But I th- I could never imagine dedicating that much time in my life to just like yeah shit. <laughs> wow, I I'm I, sorry. I feel I feel like the shadiness. I'm is sorry. Out. To be clear, I'm not sitting down and watching. I'm doing my laundry while I watch the show. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm doing other things too. Uh, but I mean, I I respect people who enjoy it. I will like make fun of you in a very like tongue-in-cheek way yeah well like i i know until i make you watch it and then you scream and shout and run <laughs> no, i sat down and i watched it. no no I, you did you did i mean if it, if you tried to make me do it outside of the podcast maybe we would have had some problems but yeah. like well this is this is the fun of the show we just get to torture each other with like yeah. a, a free license to do yeah. it anyway is it time for a break yeah i think so we'll get into the second episode a little bit more after a break but yeah,
So we can get into the second half now, mm-hmm. talking a bit more about the other last two episodes that we looked at, which were the two-parter. The, the silliest ones. The silliest ones. The silliest ones. So um, this show has a big reputation. I mean, it was it is the most watched episode of the show. Mm-hmm. It led out of the Super Bowl and it had about 38.1 million viewers. Oh my God. Which is kind of nuts. That's like um, a country. And it helped secure... Small country, but Yeah. It helps secure Shonda Rhimes an Emmy nom for outstanding writing. Damn. So, outstanding so, writing. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Wow, who else could come up with such a, a brilliant idea for a plot? A man and a woman come into a hospital and one of them's been shot with and a bazooka. I keep forgetting that she just screams for like most of the first episode. Oh, it's really annoying. Yeah. I wanted them to slap her. Like, I know she was in shock, but I couldn't stand her. Uh huh. So then that's happening, and then eventually you find out that he's had a fucking bazooka. Because they're missile. World War Two reenactors, of course. Of course, but then also, um, what's a face? Uh, the the, you know who I'm talking about? Who? The one with the baby. The one with the baby. The, the oh, pregnant. Bailey. Bailey, that's yeah. her name. Love Bailey. Yeah, so she's... Oh, Bailey's pregnant. She's pregnant. She's giving birth this And then her episode. water breaks. And, and her husband's been in an accident. Well, her husband, on the way to the hospital as she's giving birth, mm. is involved in an accident. So he goes into surgery. Yeah. And Derek's doing his surgery. So basically they've, they've like, evacuated the hospital. Uh-huh. But the other thing is, is this paramedic put her hand in the guy oh, that's going right. to blow up. Yeah. Um, and she thinks that she's stopping the bleeding. Mm-hmm. But actually she's got her hand on the bomb. Uh-huh. So the plot of this episode is basically them trying to sort out a situation to do with this man having a bomb inside yeah. of him while Derek operates on Bailey's husband uh-huh. and he won't evacuate because yeah. he doesn't want Bailey's husband to die. Uh-huh. And then Bailey won't give birth because her husband's not there. Yeah. And then this girl whips her hand out of the... Yeah, because she because the anesthesiologist leaves her. Uh-huh. So she just fucks off, and Meredith puts so her hand in. But then they find out that it's above an oxygen pipe, which means if the bomb blows up, the whole the hospital, whole hospital blows blow up. up. Yeah. And then the guy who runs the hospital has a heart attack. Yeah, and, and, he, and his wife stops him from helping anymore because he needs to spread his rest, you know? Yeah. And then there's this other thing where, like, Sandra owes boyfriend is in there oh yeah he's trying to help with the with uh-huh. removing it so she there's a lot of drama there um, and then also um what's her face the the other woman uh oh um izzy izzy yeah just decides that in all of this tension she's really got to have a shag yeah which happens in every episode uh-huh and, and then oh and derek's um ex-wife slash current wife is freaking out because she can't help Bailey give birth because yeah. she's um, uh, I forget what the name is for the specific type of doctor who a helped. gynecologist yeah gynecologist yeah um, yeah so that's a basic summary of it's, what there's happens there's a lot going on um, and it's just layer after layer layer after, after layer. layer it builds it's it's. I don't know what you mean it's perfectly written television <laughs> I think it's I mean to be fair there's a lot of layers yeah. but it's it's just 
It's hilarious. It's so funny, but I don't think it's meant to be. No, it's not. Not in, not even in the slightest. But that's what makes it funny. Uh, like, the fact that there's that that w- that moment when she thinks where uh, Meredith's got her hand in the body and she thinks she's gonna die, and then everything goes to white. Yeah. And she's suddenly in that room with Derek. <laughs> and he's like, just just do it. And it's like this man has a wife. Yeah. He's married. Like yes. Oh, there's some tension there when he like when he's like, oh, where is she? What happened to her? Uh-huh. And then um, the chief is like, oh, she's here. And it's his, his like, wife okay. slash, like, ex-wife who, like, comes up and hugs him. And then the chief's wife is like, that's not the she he was talking about. <laughs> and then the audience is like, ooh. And then, uh-huh. and then, yeah. For me, the bit that got me is, like, I really think that the the pan up when you you see Meredith. Okay, first of all, ha- right, this woman m- must have dropped the bomb to to get... Her hand no, up. she had her finger on the bomb. I don't think she was holding the bomb. Like she was touching something hard. Uh-huh. But I don't think she had her arm fully round the bomb. So then how did Meredith get her hand in quick enough? Don't, she just I don't like know. she must have caused some internal uh, inter- Oh damage. for sure. Like just shoving her hand in. Yeah. I don't know how she did it quickly enough. No, exactly. Um I don't know how any of that worked actually but I don't care because it's hilarious uh-huh. because she leaves and then everyone looks around and yeah. she's got a hand in it and she's like yeah and it's uh, a, it's like really a moment I think that is supposed to be like oh my god and the audience is supposed to be like no to be fair and then I just laugh the first time I watched it I was like no there's no way how are they gonna get out of this scrap and then um, whereas I was just like they didn't. And also, it's like a, it's one of those things where that bomb is the Chekhov's gun of the episode. The second they mention that that bomb is going to explode, you're like, okay, it's going to explode at some point. But how are they going to do it? Uh-huh. And then you kind of forget that that's a storytelling trope. Yeah. And then it gets to Meredith's taken her hand out. It's all been, you know, like resolved. I quite like the bomb disposal guy. He seemed bomb nice. disposal guy was I forget his name, but he was a big star back then. <laughs> Was it? Was yeah. it is, is that the only episode he's in? Yeah. So it was like a guest star thing, having oh. like a big actor in that kind of role. Yeah, because they all seemed to like not like him, and I didn't really get why. Yeah. He just came in and was like taking this bomb situation very seriously, mm-hmm. as a bomb person does when they're in a bomb situation. Yeah, but he was and being I- he was being annoying and try and and not letting Meredith finish her story to Christina, and they're like they're like besties, Meredith and Christina. There was a bomb. <laughs> Meredith and Christina. <laughs> Uh, go through so much together that he, he doesn't care. Man's just here to like. M- <laughs> he's make here sure to do his job. He's just here to like make sure people don't blow up. Well, one of them is now blown up into pieces, and the other one is still alive and kicking. So yeah, that who poor was man. Right? Justice for bomb guy. Yeah, he was. He went down the the hallway, and then I think Meredith, Meredith got blown, blown away. Yeah. Yeah, she was not good. Oh, and then they had that weird thing at the beginning. Can we talk about? Oh, the shower. George. Yeah. Okay, we need to talk about George. So, the thing is. George is supposed to be this kind of, like, cute, but, like, annoying, kind of annoying person, like, the dorky one who's, like, you know, like, very sweet, but he isn't, like, the, the, the cool, like, And he looks like Samwise Gamgee from he does. Lord of the Rings. He's got Hobbit energy. He does. He has like, big Hobbit energy. On, on the surface, he's a very cute, lovable character. Yeah. And then you realise he's a perv. Yeah. And there's a lot of strange jokes in the show in the early seasons about people thinking he's gay. Which is weirder when you know that the actor is gay in real life. Is he? Yeah. Oh, so, I don't love that. Well, I, I think one of the actors, I think the reason I don't like 
Burke, if I remember correctly, it's because his actor said a homophobic slur and he got fired. Damn. I think that was what... It was something to do you with... You should fact-check that. With that. <laughs> I'm almost certain that that's what it okay, was. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, so he... At the start, it opens up with this starting shot of like him dreaming about all of the like main character, main female characters, yeah, in the shower, just like touching each other, you know, like typical toxic man fantasy, um, and like he's what been in love with Meredith. Yeah, I was right. He did do that. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Okay. Subtle look up. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But he's been in love with Meredith this whole time. But then when yeah. Bailey's water breaks, he, for some reason, goes with her. I thought it, the, all of that whole scene where where he's, like, looking at her vagina. Yeah, basically, he's, like, spying through the door mm-hmm. as, like, the baby's kind of, you know, slight, just a... I don't know. I don't like think it was early, even start, like, no. very early in the... Yeah, so he's just, like, staring at his boss's vagina. And then the chief comes and is like, oh, is Bailey? And then he's like, oh my God, what are you doing? Uh-huh. At which point you should go, stop looking at your boss's vagina. Also, you're fired. But he goes, stop doing that. Oh, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, which is just so strange. Yeah. What kind of message? It's very strange. Is that giving out? I don't know. That was a very weird moment that I did not remember being in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, George is kind of, is very creepy character. Yeah. He gets hit by a car or something later so who cares yeah but and then and then also at the end like they then recreate the scene that he imagines at the start right but it's like it's like traumatic traumatic meredith yeah getting washed by getting, everyone else. and it's like he's still watching and he this like creep what a creep weird how did he get in there what mm. is he doing in there and my problem was like the show is still framing him as like a protagonist and they do they continue to do that. Like, uh-huh. there's no point where he's, like, called out for being creepy. Uh-huh. Um, they just stop mentioning him after a bit once he dies, because that's what happens with every character in Craze. Yeah. Do you know why they wrote him out? Um, I think the actor didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I don't think there was any kind of reason why that's, he didn't do it. I mean, they should have written him out much earlier. Well, they should have, you know, thrown him in jail when It was a shock when he died, though. That twist got me. Yeah. Because they, basically in that episode, this guy comes in who's, like like completely disfigured and like 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 basically unrecognizable mm-hmm. and is like gonna die mm-hmm. and then everyone's trying to figure out oh how do we save him who is this person whatever blah 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 mm-hmm. and like it's like this random c plot and then meredith discovers that it's him mm-hmm. who and he had like gotten run over and then he dies oh terrible i mean this is the thing all of these people just go into hospital but you know yeah, you were also saying, oh, wait, does everyone in this show get in, end up in the hospital? Yes, yeah. they all do. They all and end they up all at some point. And they all operate on each other and yeah. each other's families. Yeah, all the time. Uh-huh. Like, that's every other episode. Yeah. It's, it's standard grace. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we don't we don't love George. And that was one big problem I had with the show, just the yeah. fact that he was justified completely in just being a creep. But I guess that is what you get with, like, naughty's misogyny. Not yeah, that, that would not... Have that. I, I would hope that that would not happen yeah. nowadays. No, exactly. Um... But yeah, no, it's 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 one of those things. Where I I feel like the show, in a lot of ways, was very, very progressive for its time. Mm-hmm. Like, there there it is a like, it's obviously focuses on like Meredith who is white or like whatever. But like a lot of the characters in it aren't white, which is yeah. was quite a big deal back then. Because you, you've got um, Sandra O oh who plays 
Yeah, and she's a big, like, like especially as the seasons go on, uh-huh. the show basically becomes about Meredith, her, and Derek. Yeah. Like, at a certain point. So, like, she, she is one great, of the... the ma- oh, she's fantastic, yeah. and she is the one... I- I think I would, like, without a hint of irony, would say is the one character that I really, really like. Yeah. Like, the others, I think there's a little bit... Eh, actually, Bailey too, but, like, mm-hmm. the others there's a little bit of, like, oh, well, I kind of like them because I've Stockholm Syndrome my way into liking <laughs> them. But I think she's genuinely a well-written character. Uh-huh. Um, and you can tell that um, Shonda Rhimes likes her because she's one of the only characters that gets such an upbeat ending. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she gets, like, everything she, she ever wanted. She Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I think it's it's important to note that it was a show that, like, was was a big deal at the time for that, and then obviously it, it was a big deal that like a black woman was the showrunner, mm-hmm. and it was like so successful, and because of that she was able to do How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal and mm-hmm. um, and obviously Bridgerton. Like, there are like it was a a, a positive yeah. juggernaut in a lot of ways. I guess in a similar way to kind of what we were talking about Hamilton last yeah. week, where like we don't love the whole all the baggage that comes along with it you could say but it did have a positive impact yeah on like industry yeah in terms of opportunities opportunities. for people and yeah yeah. Uh like and i'd say in in, you could make an argument that um grace is 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 a very progressive show in a lot of ways and it always has been like it's mm-hmm. it's always been a left leaning show, mm-hmm. but I think you could also make the argument that it's the kind of left leaning that Hamilton. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a whole other it, argument. It, we can it's get kind into. of like um, the COVID clap for doctors. <laughs> <laughs> if it was if it was based on uh-huh. a British show that came out now, uh-huh. that absolutely would have been one of the episodes. Yeah. Would have been like everyone's clapping for the doctor. Uh huh. Where it's like we'll clap for the doctors, but we won't pay them. Yeah. We'll we'll have the doctors on screen, but like. Well done. They, they I were, bet you someone, some idiot was clapping at this show, when like there like someone was like, oh clap so. for doctors. Um, so, somewhat related, um, justice for nurses. I'm yeah. just gonna put that out. like, there are nurses in the show, mm-hmm. but I don't think the nurses are represented enough to the point where you would think nurses are integral. I mean, you did say that there is... There a, is an episode, yeah. or, like, a few episodes where they go on strike mm-hmm. because they're undervalued, but I can't remember if that results in them getting a better deal because I do remember, like, the chief is like, oh, I've got to pay these nurses or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, doctors, uh, you can't do anything a nurse does. Yeah. Uh, just gonna... I mean, you can do some things, but, like, nurses run the hospital yeah exactly they are the people dealing with the patients day to day not the doctors like the show tries to pretend um, yeah i do think sometimes like especially in that arc it makes it clear that the hospital cannot run without them but i don't think it does it enough yeah and also there's way more integration with nurses and doctors i mean yeah no I, in this show if you're a main character for some reason you're always around all the other ones mm-hmm. like even though they're all technically supposed to be working on separate floors yeah but everyone always seems to end up in the same space um and the second that you're not a main character you're not mm-hmm. in that space like I don't which, know. which i don't know i just find it very strange and i think maybe it does reinforce that thing or like occasionally in hospitals you do get that consultant and you know what that consultant is it's because they treat the nurses like shit mm-hmm. um and think that they're better than them and think there's so much separation between the nurses and the doctors because obviously the doctors know everything and it's like, I don't think that the show... Does it ever address that? 
probably not mm. because there's no nurse as a main character yeah no. um, there are sometimes smaller characters one of the nurses was fucking charlie's mum from always sunny yeah which, which i did not notice at all, <laughs> we were like ever. we recognize her oh my yeah God. it's her um but yeah no it's not something that's really super mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, there was that paramedic who's a non-doctor that was... They in... they have paramedics a few times. Yeah, but it's, um, like, a one-episode Yeah. standard. They, there's a couple recurring nurses, but okay. they're not super yeah. um, integral. No. Also, uh, another random cameo, um, Wednesday Adams. Oh, yeah, Christina Ricci. Yeah. Which I did not clock yeah. for some reason. Neither did uh, I. But I. I knew I recognised her. But yeah, no, really good though. She did a great job. She was great. Um, was also, really just that character. character, that poor girl was left alone in that poor room. Poor girl. When the doctor had abandoned her. I hope they shout at him for that. Does I he... can't remember what happens to him. Not at I all. hope he dies. Maybe. He just That happens to a lot girl. of bad people in, in yeah. Graves. And a lot of good people. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, well, we could talk for hours about this show but mm. I think that is probably all we can get out of this discussion before we um, yes. make you absolutely lose your mind <laughs> No, so my question is now because I know where I rank this if you all can't tell <laughs> on our wall of yarn, yarn still haven't had a suggestion yeah it'll get there we'll get we'll get something better eventually if not I win um, but where would we put it I'm putting it at the bottom okay I disagree where would you put Which it? is something we haven't thought <laughs> Do you think it's better than Camp Rock? Okay, so... Because I'm assuming you're not putting it above Hamilton, please. No, I'm not putting okay. it above Hamilton, good. no. Okay, but I think it's tough. Mm-hmm. Because I think the show is mu- at times much better than Camp Rock. And at times a lot worse. Yeah. Um, and I think, personally, uh-huh. I think I put it above Camp Rock. I'm going to make a case for Camp Rock. Yeah. Camp Rock, did you not enjoy yourself thoroughly, hysterically, the whole way through? Okay. But I have two arguments against that. Uh-huh. One, I was not drunk this time. <laughs> which would have... Ab- I would have been cackling if I'd been drunk watching the the bomb episode. Mm. Espe- first of all. Second of all, I'd wa- rewatched it recently. Mm-hmm. So with Camp Rock, it was something I hadn't seen since I was a kid. Yeah. So it felt very like, oh my god, my childhood, I'm rewatching something I can't, I can sort of hazily remember in a lot of ways. Whereas I do remember Grey's quite well. If I hadn't watched it in like 10 years, I might have found it funnier because I didn't remember what happened, but I knew exactly what happened in every scene. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I was basically watching it for your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> so... It wasn't exactly the same. I don't know. I think I ultimately would not be upset if we put it last. I just personally disagree. Okay. So I'd like it on the record that I disagree, uh-huh. but I will accept a third place position for Grey's Anatomy. Yes, I win this okay. one. Okay. So I guess now we move on to the... What are we doing next week? The, wow, what are we doing next week? So um, it's going to be something slightly different because all of the things we've done so far, we've watched, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they have been different things. We've done a yeah. we've done a movie. We've done a musical. Yeah. We've done a. Whereas show. this is going to be something that you mostly experience in isolation. So we're not going to be doing it together. Okay, it sounds ominous. Okay, it's going to be something you read. Okay. I promise it's not a journal article. Okay. I'm not going to do that to you. Um, you are going to be reading a few because I'm not going to make you read the whole book. A few of the essays 
in John Green's oh, Anthropocene Review. I should have known. You should have known. Because yeah. I love John and Hank Green. Okay, look, I, I'm not, I, I sounded more like, I, I am actually kind of excited. Because yeah. you've talked about these books a lot. Yeah, I, um, I mean, it's his non-fiction book. Um, and it's very much like reflections on himself. But there are some, and I think we should watch them together, some videos of him reading them out loud. So I've, I've made sure that all of those we're going to, be watching and then I've also got a few for you to read um, oh okay chat about them, so. fun yeah okay well yeah next week might actually be a, a more upbeat episode more upbeat. I mean where we both kind of <laughs> yeah we both agree on it uh-huh. I or wanna... I'll hate them yeah I, I hope not I, I think they are actually re- I mean John Green's an excellent writer and I think he's a wonderful person yeah I know it'll, it'll, it'll be fun yeah so that that's what we're going to be doing next week okay um Everyone, remember to send in your questions for us to answer, pretty please. Yeah. Um, we also tend to, the day before we record, just put something up on our Instagram Yeah, keep, keep an eye on our socials, like yeah. TikTok and if Instagram you, Reels. Yeah, and, yeah, if you can't be bothered to email us. Um, and thank you very much for listening. Share it with your friends and, and rate it five stars and mm-hmm. all that good stuff, because that's what makes us keep going keep going yeah we're we're um people who enjoy praise yeah we enjoy we need validation viewership, validation um, it can't just be us rewatching it over and over again exactly on different devices yeah the amount of times we <laughs> listen to it in editing it's really embarrassing actually yeah um, like i'm starting to hate my own voice even more than i already do <laughs> so great okay. please make it worth it <laughs> yes um perfect we will see you all next week yeah okay bye bye thank you everybody for listening we'd really appreciate it if you could share this podcast around so do send it to your friends and your family and your dog and of course your goldfish um and of course rate it five stars and tell all of them to do that too you can find us on instagram threads and tiktok at you'll hate this pod twitter or x whatever people are calling it nowadays at you'll hate this underscore and also on youtube send us your questions and any business inquiries to i think you'll hate this pod at gmail.com And of course, listen to the next episode on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whichever you fancy. Links for everything's in the description down below. Just a reminder that this podcast was hosted by Sadie Mansfield and Ollie Vigny and made possible thanks to the help and studio of KCR Radio. The theme was also produced by Sadie and Ollie. And finally, a big thanks to Lex Robertson for doing the art for the cover. And you can find him at LexRobertsonArt on Instagram.